It is always a very pleasant surprise to find mental health advocates when I'm interviewing entrepreneurs on That Entrepreneur Show. This week's guest has become very aware that the way he feels throughout the day is dictated on how he starts his day and ends his nights. When he is intentional about both morning and night routines, he has found that the rest of his day flows smoothly and with less anxiety. I certainly relate to this very, very much. My mornings are very, very structured. He will also touch on how mental health relates to our professional work. And I think this is a key topic for everyone who is listening on today. He will also touch on sleep, which is a big area everyone knows I touched on. He has found sleep to be an important variable that is a direct reflection to both his happiness and performance throughout the day when he gets eight hours of sleep versus six. I always try to get at least eight. I'm a grandpa. I'm in bed early. But for me, sleep is everything if I want to have a successful next day. Let's get started. But first, let's start with Matt. What does mental health mean to you? Yeah, mental health to me is basically my ability to live in peace and everything that's happening you know, upstairs in my brain and mind. Um, and there's so many different factors that play a role in how that plays out. Every day, the decisions we make, like we touched on in the intro, affect our mental health. For me, I start every day with the exercise. That's my mental health cheat, my mental health boost, if you will. And I can't go a day without at least a walk. So thank you for sharing that. And to everyone tuning in today, it is time to once again have a talk on mental health. My name is Vincent A. Lancey, and this is a mental health break. I am the author of Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health and Mental Health Week. You can find both of those on Amazon after the show ends. If it's your first episode with us, welcome. Each week, I sit down with a mental health advocate or professional from all over the world to help you on your journey. You never know which story will resonate with you most. I began focusing on my mental health after suffering a traumatic brain injury, and you will hear today's guest why in just a moment. Before I bring on Matt, I would like to share that this episode is brought to you by Tampa Counseling and Wellness, dedicated to helping individuals looking to positively transform their lives through compassionate counseling and wellness coaching. If you struggle with depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues, give them a call today for a free consultation. Tampa Counseling and Wellness, therapy that inspires change, and you can go ahead and scroll down in the episode description to find their info for in-person and virtual visits. I was greatly inspired with our first talk, Matt, and I'm so grateful you hopped on this podcast too because of the value you put in to your first show. So let me bring him on, Matt Feldman. Matt, thank you for taking the time to join our show. For sure. Thank you so much for having me, Vincent. For everyone who did not catch your episode on That Entrepreneur Show, would you mind introducing the world to who you are before we dive into mental health talk? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Matt Feldman. I'm the founder and CEO of Moku Foods, and we turn king oyster mushrooms into a delicious jerky that anyone can enjoy from vegans to meat eaters. And it's a, it's a, you know, delicious snack that's good for both your body and the planet. Yes, you can learn all about that jersey on that entrepreneur show, including his Forbes 30 under 30 nom. So congratulations again on that. Thank but you. for the purposes of this show, we are going to talk all things mental health. The more commonly spoke about disparities are mood disorders, anxiety disorders, schizophrenia disorders. Which areas did you come across? 
Yeah, for me, I would say in my day to day, I experience anxiety, you know, overthinking decisions um, that I make in the present and worrying about the future. And I would say like getting down on myself when I slip up, not too much regretting the past. Uh, but those are the four, those four would pro probably make up most of the mental health challenges that I have. I experienced anxiety as well. In the past, it was a lot worse as now that I'm getting older, I'm finding ways to manage my anxiety. I'm finding ways to stay away from things that are triggers or things that really are going to increase my anxiety. And it really does start with my routines as well. Thank you for sharing that. Is this your first time talking about your mental health or is this something you've been doing? Um, you know, I try to talk about it. We, I've had some Instagram lives for Moku and, you know, when the stage is right, I'll, I'll, discuss it. And, but most of the conversations happen one-on-one -on -one with people, not necessarily on a, a platform. I like that. So you're really helping your employees in some cases. Yeah. And I think like for men, especially it's, it's a little more taboo to talk about this stuff. Um, not as much nowadays, but I try to just lead by example and, and share my own, you know, challenges or stories um, on it and not necessarily preach or tell anyone what to do, but just lead in as, as an example so that more people feel comfortable about sharing you know, whether it's their mental health issues or tips that they have learned to cope with their um, mental health. I issues. love that leading by example. Now you are the CEO, the founder of a company right now, Moku Foods. You've been the CEO of several companies. What are some things you do in the workplace to maybe promote mental health awareness or to help your employees with their mental health? Yeah, I definitely like uh, strive to my team that, you know, their, their mental health and their life is comes before the company. Um, so, you know, they should take as much time as they need to figure out their own, you know, space and, um, well-being before, you know, taking on projects and everything for the company, because if, if it's not all working right upstairs, then they're not going to be doing, you know, good work. So I definitely, um, you know, push them to have a healthy mind and do whatever they need to do to get their mind right. Uh, even if it come, even if it comes before the company. I very much admire that. And I know in anything that we do, if we're not feeling well, if we're not feeling right, we're not going to perform as well. We're not going to be thinking clearly and making the correct decision on that. Thank you very much for sharing that. Now I'm going to ask you for some advice, Matt. What are some things that work for you that, to improve your mental health on either a daily or long-term basis that can benefit our audience? For sure. So what works for me, and it's very apparent, you know, if I do this compared to when I don't do this and how it affects my mental well-being, but having a strict routine for the first 30 minutes of your day and the last 30 minutes of your night. So what I mean by that is the second you wake out of bed, being very intentional about how you spend those first 30 minutes. For me, I will get a sweat in. So, you know, get my blood flowing. So I'll do like a, a 10 minute workout of some sort. And then I'll hop in the shower, a, a cold, you know, quick shower. And then, you know, brush my teeth, you know, feel clean. Uh, and then go straight into a 10 minute silent meditation. And this is all before, you know, turning on my phone or looking at a screen. And then once I'm done with the meditation, uh, that's, you know, towards the end of the 30 minutes. And once I'm at in that, you know, kind of phase in my head, then I'll be comfortable, you know, starting my day and, uh, you know, turning on the computer or my phone. And, um, and then the last 30 minutes of my day, obviously turn off the phone. And it's typically me just reading for 30 minutes before going to bed. And what I found was that when I implement these, um, uh, you know, processes, the 
in between time, uh, basically the entire day, it just flows a lot smoother. Um, I don't feel as much anxiety. I don't feel like I, um, you know, need to plan things. It, it really is effective for me. And I just have a more efficient and, um, day filled with, uh, you know, getting more done and, and not, not regretting, you know, the fact that I turned on my phone and, you know, right when I woke up. So that's one thing. Um, just having a morning and night routine that's short, but, uh, strict. And then the second thing is journaling. So, you know, we, we all live inside our heads and one way to clear your mind and get your thoughts out of your heads is to journal because it takes what's in your mind and puts it onto paper. And one thing that journaling does, it's, it's even hard to explain the, the benefits of it until you do it, but it really just kind of releases everything that's going on in your head, all the noise. And when you put it onto paper, you can just kind of think a lot more clear. So, you know, I will journal, not every day, but I'll journal when I'm, you know, kind of feeling stressed or there's a lot on my plate and it, you know, it, it, it helps me to, you know, clear my anxiety. Um, and it, 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 it even helps, you know, spur ideas when it's on paper, it's just a different mindset of writing stuff down rather than just thinking of it in your head. So I would say those are the two things. The, the biggest thing though, is if you have someone to talk to who you can kind of spill everything out to, that is the most effective, but you know, not, not all of us have that. It could be a therapist. It could be your parent. It could be a brother, sister, or a best friend. But that to me, like being able to just vent to someone is probably the most important. I like that a lot. And something I want to highlight, you said the no screen time in the morning. It's something I picked up from an earlier guest, Tony Alexander, where the first 15 minutes of my day, no matter what, I am not looking at a screen. I found that my days are extended. My eyes hurt less as someone who's always on the computer as well. It just pays major dividends to be intentional with the beginning of your day. It's something that works well for me. It's something that works well for Matt. I encourage you to try it, but remember what works for some does not work for everyone. So do not feel down if it is not for you. There are plenty of tools that you could try, including journaling. We're now going to dive into asking Matt, what are some other things you plan on doing to raise importance for the awareness of mental health? You know, kind of going back to what I said before, just leading by example, talking about it when, you know, the stage is right to, um, and just having compassion for people. Cause at the end of the day, you know, we all live in our own heads, right? So, um, we don't know what other people are going through. So leading with compassion, with love. And um, even if, you know, not judging someone if we don't know them because we don't really know what's going on in their life. So just being a good person and speaking about these issues when the time is right is, is how I uh, plan to continue, you know, being an advocate for it and working through it myself. I appreciate you highlighting that again, being a good person, listening to someone. And you just talked about having someone to talk to just before speak. It makes us feel better. We're meant to communicate with others. We're meant to connect with others. Don't hold it all in because it can only cause more harm. It comes up from time to time. An earlier spotlight story like we're about to get into just now was on Kevin Love in the NBA. And he says his father taught him to mask those emotions. You're a man. You're strong. Be tough. And unfortunately, that's the stigma that's been carried all the way up until maybe a few years ago that we're trying to slowly erode with conversations like mine and Matt. I can't thank you enough for coming on with the courage to share your story because it's going to help a lot of people. As we have someone on the show today, who is crushing it in the food space. I thought it would be great to introduce the story of another chef, Greg Baker. This is the point in the show for everyone new listening on where my guest and I go over a spotlight story of someone who is famous because we want to let you, the listeners, know you are not alone and we have a great story ahead today. 
I learned that over his career, he went from being a teenage dishwasher all the way up to a six-time James Beard Award-nominated chef. And it just shows everyone the power of staying committed to your journey, your career, slow wins, slow gains. He slowly worked his way up to being this great chef. But like others, the restaurant injury can have an opposite effect of success. Quote, I struggle with depression and anxiety as long as I can remember. Back to preschool years, he says, as a career chef who exasperated these issues. I want to go on with a few more quotes here. Greg is perhaps the best known chef as behind the refinery, which is a popular farm to table restaurant here in Tampa, Seminole Heights neighborhood that he owned from 2010 to 2019 with his wife, Michelle Baker. She managed the business during the day. He cooked during the dinner shift and didn't get home till 11. By the time Michelle was asleep, the dogs were asleep. Greg found himself just all keyed up or nowhere to go. This led to alcohol, quote, one drink too many. And I, would re- and I would go to a really dark place really quick. You work when other people are playing, so your connection to the outside world is fairly severed. Now, your social circles with your coworkers, many of whom also had substance abuse issues, he said. I want to end with one more quote, and then we'll have our guest take on it. The old system is built on a military model where you take a new recruit and you break them down in boot camp until they have no sense of self left. And then you build them up back into your model. So the whole of the system was designed to break you. I think it's a very interesting quote. What do you take away from this story here, Matt? You know, it makes me think that we're, we're all products of our environment. And while you have a, a super motivated person like Greg, who has had huge aspirations, he was still kind of sucked into that restaurant um, culture of, you know, getting super drunk after work and drugs and things which lead to depression. So it's important for us to you know, even if it's not in our immediate circle to seek out people that will help us grow um, because we are a product of our environment. And even if we have that passion and motivation, you know, we're still, it's still hard for us to break out if we're around people that bring us down. So it just makes me think like, if you're trying to, you know, get to another level in something, surround yourself with people that are already at that level or can give you some positive light to get there um, or else it's really hard to break out. 100% true. This, you hear this all the time, the product of your environment, the people you spend the most time with, you're some of those individuals. I have to thank you so much for that analysis and for highlighting the surrounding yourself with great people. I also want to thank you for highlighting Leading by Example this whole episode. The first and last 30 minutes of your day, they're structured. I think that is incredible advice for everyone listening on. No screens, I resonate with that. And of course, again, the surrounding yourself with great people is in my notes right here at the end. I'd like to now ask you, Matt, for your last word. Just be nice to people. It's a it's a rough world out there sometimes. And I think we just need more, um, you know, happy people and and gratitude and and light out there. It, it never you can never go wrong by doing that. You never know whose day you could cheer up by smiling as we get over. We hope to put the childish behaviors behind us and realize what the world really is. Right. And that's to help others, help others feel good, help others grow, grow and thrive in their role. How can everybody find you, Matt? How can everybody say hello? Also, check out your amazing company. Yeah, um, I'm on the different social channels. So I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Matt Feldman on Instagram. It's Matt underscore Kainoa, uh, which is my middle name. And then the company is at Moku Foods across all different social media channels. And um, similar to you, Vincent, like I love when people reach out. I love helping people that are just getting started. I got a lot of help in the early days and I want to pay it forward. So don't hesitate to reach out. 
um, and look forward to speaking with anyone that uh, is listening here. Thank you for that generous statement right there. And everyone, don't forget, we've all been helped one way or another down the line, and it's only right to pay it forward. I agree with you there. Be sure to check out all his great content and his food. He's got a lot of great companies, so be sure to check him out on LinkedIn. We are at A Mental Health Break on all social media, except Twitter because of the character limit. We are at Podcast by Lancey. I am at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, YouTube, and my website is vincentalancey.com. Mental Health Week and Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health are all on Amazon. Level up your mental health with either book. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next Tuesday on a mental health break. Matt, thank you for stopping by. Thanks, man. Much love.